Yeah, baby, look at that mask. Home <sighs> of the brave. Our nation. Oh, excuse me, I can't read. One nation under God. The USA. America. Hold on, let me cover the A. It's just America. <laughs> okay, I have so many questions. One, why that mask? Two, it looks a lot like a cowboy mask, so I thought you had doo-doo on your face. Hey, well, oh, I, boom, I, got him. Ah, got you guys. See? Got you guys. He, hey, listen, you heard it first. Hero don't love America. He don't love America with the with no A, America. That's why I love, okay. Hero, I love my country. I love my country, my country. You know what I really would appreciate? What? If you uh, send me those pictures for the thumbnails so I could actually take it since you got all this time to be getting masks and stuff. What pictures for the thumbnail? See, maybe I misunderstood what you was asking me for. Because clearly when I make my our covers for these shows, I don't want to keep using pictures of Kobe and Shaq. I want to use pictures of us. But Eric doesn't take pictures even on vacation. Oh, so uh, I have to beg him. I don't have take... I don't ha- I don't have any pictures, bro. I really don't have pictures. Shawnee, if you are watching this, please just hold him down or get him in his sleep. I can draw eyes on the on the back of his eyelids. This is this is doable for me. Hold on, hold on. I'm a, I'm going to do it one time for the one time right here. <laughs> oh, a clean, clean limbs will make for a better shot. See, this will be a awesome. Oh, man. He's, he's the first selfie of his life, and he, he's learning the basics right away. Yeah, I'm going to send this to you right now. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Identity and per our... Uh, three-show history as of 2020. I am making my sign while we film the next show because Eric doesn't enjoy waiting. And also, we're going to try and do some chess trials with the uh, online thing, so we're excited to do that. But, uh, Eric, what's good? How you doing? I mean, I'm doing good because I got my mask on. I know I'm sounding like a, a walking P- uh, PDA. PDA, excuse me, PDA. I got something else on my back. PDSA. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know. P- I said PDSA like I'm at work. Dang it, work. P S A. Yes. Okay. A, P- a PDSA is a plan, do, study, act. I'm thinking about work. I'm yeah. Tired. I was. I was like, he's still not saying uh, it right. But yeah, okay. Anyway, y'all forgive me. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. PSA. And, what's, and what is the like? Okay. Eric had had it out for y'all wearing masks and while eric has the mask on we're going to go over some things that you guys should know about masks and how to properly wear them as eric is being seen on this lovely display this is how a mask is supposed to be worn take great quality and time and care to acknowledge the sensual curves of the wraps around his ear and how it covers the bridge of his nose forming a nice tight seal underneath the eyelids also keeping that chin nice in place. Now, what I'm going to ask Eric to do is present some less than savior, savory qualities of the mask. Yes, they might be seen, they might be uncomfortable, or they might be deemed inappropriate and cause a little bit of irritation on the back, but we will get into ways that you can get around that. Mm-hmm. But there are three ways that you should never, never, and I repeat, never wear your mask. The first one I like to call penis nose mask. 
where you have your nose out for some strange reason and completely disregarding the whole purpose of having the mask on, which is to prevent the respiratory aspects of your external body from being exposed to the outside world. This is inappropriate and ineffective, and you shouldn't do it. The second thing that I don't enjoy seeing is the good old-fashioned college chin strap method. Now, this method requires you to put your mask for some strange reason covering your chin as this would be a ultimate protection of your beard if you had a beautiful weird beard win and it's completely understandable (laughs) but it's once again unacceptable to protect yourself from a respiratory disease that is spreading throughout our country and has effectively killed 170,000 people and my favorite example of how not to wear a mask is not wearing a mask at all people let's not walk outside during a pandemic and not wear a mask. I would like to thank our lovely, lovely model for showing off this. E.T., give yourself a round of applause. And once again, this is the public service announcement from the Identity Booth. We hope you learned something new. Yeah. That has been my TED Talk. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, seriously, people, man. I know what your feelings are. I don't like wearing it. You saw how I have very small ears and you see... There's my little ear. It's so tiny in comparison to the rest of my noggin. I have tiny ears, and this this is irritating. It sucks. I said, but you know what? I'm not sick. I haven't been sick all year. I don't want to get sick. I don't know who is sick. What if I'm an asymptomatic carrier? Somebody else has got compromised immune system. I don't know. I don't want them to die. And as uncomfortable as it is, and I wear one of these for work. Actually, I have a surgical one. I'm not going to get over, get up and go get it for you. I mean, I guess I could. Maybe. Do we need to give instructions on how to wear a proper surgical mask? I mean, I'm down for it. I mean, it's nothing but editing. Yeah. <laughs> and I want you to put up the SpongeBob SquarePants a few seconds later. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Isn't it isn't it neat how we just have this crap laying around in our immediate And you know, I was reach. thinking about that today. I have the enough equipment in my house to at least remove some some I, I can remove I feel like I have enough equipment in my house right now to remove like a bullet <laughs> from a wound. For sure. Oh, I, I, or, I think I I still do. I still do, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um I don't have gauze. I think I still I might have thrown away all my suture, but I, yeah, I think I threw away all my suture recently. But I'm gonna start collecting. I'm gonna start collecting like some monocrylls and some some prolines. You just never know. Somebody get a gash. The furrows, yeah, something. Yeah, some furrows. Some I mean, I... some big enough for me to see, but not tiny enough for me to freaking snap in somebody's skin. So yeah. Anyway, people, this is an actual surgeon's mask. You see, people, it has this little metal bar here. And what is the metal bar for? Let me show you. You take your thumbs, like so. And you press the mask like that. Oh, so it goes over the shape of your nose. And then you put it to your face. And before you tie, you pinch right here. You flare it out. Why? So it'll fit over your nose. The first set of ties go up on your noggin, like so. You tie yourself a little knot. You can tie it in a bow if you want to. See that? 
See that right on the side of my head like that. And then the, this one goes here. So when you exhale, you exhale through the mask and whatever's left comes out here on the side. It's a small little opening. And then you just walk around like this. It's not terrible. And I and I venture and I can hear people crying out, but I wear glasses and my glasses fog and I, that's why I can't wear glasses. Hey, 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 shut up. Because we've already solved that problem. It's called tape. <laughs> it is tape. So, it, anyway. I, I guess, and you know, I've on the channels right now, on this channel, I have uh, three videos about masks. The first two are about, like, people's reactions to wearing masks. But today, like, what are we really getting at? Like, we've done two demonstrations on what the masks are. But why are we still talking about this, Eric? Because the pandemic is still here. And one thing that I know is you guys aren't thinking about or paying attention to, it's August. Yes, it's still warm in most of the country, but in literally 30 to 45 days, it's going to start cooling off. And all the places that get cold, cold faster than where I am here in the South, flu season is going to pick back up. Think about the end of last year. Nobody knew what the heck this corona was. They were calling it RSV. They were calling it the flu. They were calling it H1N1, pneumonia. We know what it is now. And it's a very aggressive upper respiratory disease. Wear mm. your mask, for Christ's sake. Wear your mask. Like, I And, and this is a, 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 a centrist, slightly right of center, center, depending on the day. I'm I'm a, cons- a, a traditionalist, is I, I guess is what I would say. I guess I would fall in the box more of like a JFK liberal slash whatever you whatever you want to call him. I mean, I, maybe Willem von Humboldt is probably. If you don't know who that is, <laughs> go go look up who this is. Anyway, yeah, I am definitely one of those people who be responsible for yourself, and you have an, you have a duty to your fellow Americans. If you're one of these quote-unquote Americans, red-blooded, you have a duty to your fellow man to protect them at all costs if it's within your power to do so. You do not know if you are carrying it at any time. Perfect example, I have a family member recently who uh, is in social services, works for the government, gets tested every two weeks, got tested, a week went by, she went six days without noticing any without ha- without noticing anything. She goes and gets tested. Two weeks later, they tell her she tests positive. She's had the virus for at least eight days. Has no idea where she got it. She has a seven-year-old son and a husband at home with her, and her husband has two other children that come to see come and stay with them every weekend. So she's just exposed how many people she went to the grocery store, touched something. She went to the uh, service station and touched the gas pump. She went into the office building where she works. She went, you name the place, and touched something, breathed on something, snorted or sneezed or snotted on something. And what if that person's 65 years old with a comorbidity? Now what? Now what do you want to say? Well, it was just their time to go. The Lord done took them. No, that's not good enough, man. Not for me. Not for me. Not for you. Not for my loved ones. Yeah. Because, listen, don't let me find out you got the wrong and you been all up in my face, you know, kicking and sneezing and huffing and puffing. Give me those hard 
hey boy, how you doing? I don't want that. I don't want it at all. Miss me with that. Because with me and you going to have I think. I'm not even finna fight you. I got some. I got something right in here in my room that only cost me fifty cent to take care of your, the problem that is you. Please don't make me use that. I think a a a big problem that is being perpetuated by uh, this virus is the fact that once again, a hundred and seventy thousand people are confirmed dead by secondary test of this disease. The Hashmagosh number. It's probably upwards of 225,000. Hashmagash. <laughs> that sounds like Oshkosh Bagash. <laughs> I, 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 put, I replaced one of them. I wasn't sure which one I was supposed to start with. <laughs> the Oshkosh Bagash <laughs> numbers. <laughs> okay. So, so 225 people, unofficial, 170 official. At the rate we're going, statistically speaking, we're going to break 208 before the election. Hmm. Probably. I mean, just yeah. yeah I, no, I, God forbid that happens. But actually, I think that's probably more likely because people are just most of the people yeah, that I talk to, they're the just like whatever. Yeah. They're not thinking about it, flu season. That's why when it gets when it starts cooling off in October, your boy ain't gonna be slowing it down, locking it down in the crib. Like I'm gonna go buy all the toys and all the stuff that I want. I'm gonna be hunkering down. In the crib, I'm gonna go buy me a deep freeze, order me a bunch of meat and bulk, a bunch of frozen veggies, and I'm gonna be limiting my contact. If I can have it shipped to the house and delivered, I'm having it delivered. The only thing I need to be going out for is the office and gas. And to your point, I absolutely agree with that lifestyle and decision, but I think what no one is really acknowledging, and this is something that the news isn't talking about, because we always hear about the depths. But me and you work in the field. We yeah. we have we have analytics, we have numbers, and they the one thing that is super uh, relaxing about this disease is the seventy percent recovery rate. Eric, what does it mean when you recover from a disease that puts you in the hospital? It means that you no longer have symptoms. That's it. <laughs> doesn't mean you're not susceptible to the to the disease it just means the the what was ailing ailing you for whatever length of time you were experiencing that has subsided but it does not mean you are not currently carrying the, the virus it just means the symptoms have uh, subsided so you're still a carrier which means your body has produced antibodies but does not mean necessarily that you cannot transmit it to someone who is not a carrier of the antibodies Maybe, I mean, I mean, maybe it, my histology isn't 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 at the level of some people who may watch this, and definitely not the level of heroes. But my basic understanding, and if if I'm wrong, go down in the comments and, and challenge me. I, I would love to get in a, a verbal sparring match in the comment section after you click the subscribe button. I love these shameless plugs. <laughs> in addition to that, what Eric is saying is absolutely true. But the thing that has to kind of really rattle people's brain is the side effects of recovery because when people recover from this disease no one's talking about the heart palpitations no one's talking about the irreversible scarring damage to the, the lung lungs, tissue the alveoli are not getting recruited because you're, you're recruited properly because your people lungs talking about there are people who have lost up to 40 percent of recruitment abilities with their lungs that's a 40 percent drop in capacity uh, for whatever 40 percent is of the average adult and that's and, 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 and so, so let me put it in a way that people uh, will understand losing 40 percent of your lung function 
let's say in my state, living in Texas, is like me having my mouth covered and one nostril climbing a mountain in Colorado Springs. That's what it's like. You're a fish halfway out of water and you have this guppy effect. So you leave this hospital, you're cured by the standards of the medical center, but now you have to walk around with 30% oxygen on you through a non-rebreather. It's not a it's not a pleasant pleasant way of life, but a lot of people are going into the world expecting it to happen, and something is strange is happening. And and it's and I say this because I have to use this example, and I hate to use it, but remember last year March, I mean this year March when school was canceled mm-hmm. and all the Republicans, uh, not Republicans, I'm being biased. But there was a bunch of gun activists who said, see, look, guns aren't the problem. There hasn't been a school shooting all month. But no one failed to realize the reason why there was no school shootings is because schools were canceled. Same thing with the coronavirus. Just because you aren't experiencing it doesn't mean it's not going to happen if things get back to normal. Just because you are able to go outside and go to the gym and do a few of these other things doesn't mean that this spike won't sneak up on us and knock us the hell out. And, so, and, and to Hero's point, man, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like if I wasn't in this field um, that I would be having the same thoughts and feelings and opinions that the majority of you guys have. But being in this field, walking past people who are on a ventilator who I know of the time they're not coming off that ventilator makes me feel differently about that. Um, Life's not going to be the same. It's just not. And not saying that you need to get acclimated, but maybe I am saying you need to get acclimated. At the very least, just be considerate. Where's the decency of most of these human beings to just put on a mask? Or here's what I like better. A lot of these people are glad that stuff's opening back up because it's their excuse to go out to the bar and drink. These same people who talk about they don't feel safe, like my, my wife's a personal trainer at a boutique fitness uh, studio. If y'all know who she is, y'all know where she works. A lot of these people that she hadn't seen since since the since the uh, outbreak, oh, no, I don't feel safe coming into the gym. She's like, but I just seen you on Facebook with like 30 of your friends taking shots. Well, that's worse. You're drinking out of a glass that you don't know was completely sanitized, sitting on a stool, arms, hands, face on a table that you don't know was properly sanitized. You have no problem with that, but you don't want to go to do It's all of this stuff is hypocrisy. Most of this stuff, these people are hypocrites. They just want to go do what they want to do when they want to do it, and they don't give a dang about nobody else. And I think that's probably what bothers here or not the most. Another aspect of it is the 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 this is and we're not me and eric are not influencers we're not super popular we're not hollywood bound but the jake pauls of the world who are throwing rage fest parties at their house with hundreds of people there young people who have 4.3 million people on tiktok following them saying it's okay to party it's okay to live you have to understand for misery enjoys the fortunate because they have hope. Misery doesn't affect people who are hopeless. So that's why it's important for you if you're a person that has anybody that you care about. If you care if you say you care about anyone in your life, 
You'll do the bare minimum. And I've been scolding my own siblings from the youngest ones to the adult ones, telling them like, okay, I'm going home next month. My birthday's next month. I'm going home for the first week. I'm not going to no goddamn party. I just cursed. Damn it. And you, and, I was you, doing... and you cursed because you got mad. You cursed. But but, I, but see, listen. But not, YouTube doesn't care about about the D word. Like, don't... yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I I don't care that it's my birthday. I'm only coming home because I actually genuinely miss need a break. And when I get home, I'll be wearing a mask in my house because I work around people. I've taken at least four people off the vent due to COVID protocol, meaning they didn't have 80% compliancy. Well, man, you're making, me, you're making me feel bad, man, because Shonda just asked me what did I want to do for my birthday. Normally, I go, the only thing I've ever done since I've been married to Shonda and since I've known Shonda is go to a restaurant for dinner with Shonda for my birthday. She asked me if I wanted to go to Vegas. I was like, hmm, maybe my last trip for the for the winter if I did. I was like, hmm. I was like, nah. I, I, nah, and I I'm probably not, won't. And, I know, forgot. It was a big outbreak there. I probably won't. Maybe I'll, I'm definitely going to go eat dinner with my wife and sit inside. I think the thing that I'm more like, I think the thing that I'm more afraid of is that, okay, I'm going to go get a test the week before I go. And if it shows that I'm, I'm a carrier, then I'm just canceled my plans. But I think moreover, I'm afraid of the people I don't have many people I can hold on to. I have a very niche crowd of people that I care about. I've <laughs> made it my <laughs> I've made it my business to keep these people in a better state than I am. Yeah. So for me to have worked in such close proximity and I think be fortunate not to have any signs or symptoms, I don't want to take that chance. You know, there's something painful about being the being the cause of someone's pain that you care about so i'm very cautious but i also can't sit here and be too upset when we have governors and leaders uh, the the top dog leader saying no it's fine go out that is not a plausible argument for me so i think i fight this anger of isolation to and justify my isolation by saying i'm doing what's right for my loved ones not necessarily for me and with that there's a re- there's reason to believe like okay let's say this all let's say the vaccine comes out and everything goes on then there's a subgroup of people who don't want to take that vaccine one third of americans have already outright said nah i'm not doing it uh, i can uh, that i can understand man like I don't know what's up with this thing. I don't know what's in this thing. But I mean, the the uh, flat out, I, people like me and you will have to take it because we're going to be part of the front line. Like they want all healthcare providers to take it first. Mm, yeah, they might. They might. I'm not going to say that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, you, you, you next know, topic. You, you, you know exactly what I'm saying. But you, the thing that I think is more important than anything is just doing right by other people and doing the bare minimum which is just putting on the mask and and when you have the mask on just wear it like i see people take the mask off for pictures and that bothers me 
Like, just take the picture with the mask off. Like, the last thing you want to do is take the mask off and put your face next to someone else to take a picture. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it's happening. Yeah. It is literally happening. Well, I mean, there's... okay, so here, here's the deal. Like, you can't wear your mask in the bank. You cannot wear your... You have to pull your mask down when you go to the airport so they can confirm your identity. You have to do it at the TSA line. You have to do it at the gate. You have to do it in the international, especially at the international one, because that thing has to scan your face. Like I'm just, I'm just saying, a lot of this stuff, I get why people are frustrated. It doesn't make sense to me. It, me personally, it doesn't make sense to me. But the things that that are mandated that don't make sense to me are not overriding the fact that somebody could be carrying it and I could be uh, get sick from them or I could be asympto- an asymptomatic carrier and someone could get sick. Now, there's I've seen studies on both sides that say if you're, a, you're an asymptomatic carrier, you can't transmit the disease, but they don't even know how, how, how they don't even have 100% accurate tests yet. So why am I going to believe that they, they said masks were unnecessary, then they said masks were absolutely necessary. They don't know really what's going on. What do you what are you gauging on this? Like, do you like looking at places like New Zealand that are open right now? And South Dakota. South Dakota. With yeah. the with the They're eighty percent back to business as usual, man. They're one of the most but, I, but but we know they're eighty percent to capacity, but they're their contact, uh, do they have good contact? I don't know anything about South Dakota. Is their contact tracing okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're one of the, they reject, they're doing so well, they rejected the stimulus. Okay, that's impressive. Uh, I'll be very interested to see that. But is South Dakota, where's the place? Do you have, did you hear about this bike rally that was going on? You're talking about Sturgis in South Dakota? Yeah. Okay, so it happened in Sturgis. South Dakota. You heard Sturgis. about this? Sturgis. They're not canceling yeah. Sturgis. I would, I would. But that's. That was strange to me. But like, that, why would but you that, risk 80% that, and then risk it? Because it's Sturgis. It's a long-standing thing. The, they've done so well in the state that they feel like they can take, they can take the risk. And I'm like, hey, man, listen, I leave that to the governor of, the, of, the, of that state. She's done a great job. And um, I'm excited to see if more, more states can mimic what she's done. Um, I've as, been as, watching but, the webcam. They have a live webcam feed, like ten. I'm cameras. going. I'm going to Sturgis one day. As soon as I I, I buy a murder, I'm like I'm gonna go to Sturgis just to, to make that ride. That's gonna be a long, painful butt ride, but I'm gonna do it just because I want to. Anyway, New Zealand. To your point, though, New Zealand, mm-hmm. Taiwan, those are places that everybody else in the world I feel like should be emulating. They got very strict about it, and guess what? They're wide open, but they still have on mass people. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, it's not going away. Like, the mass thing's not going away until the vaccine gets here. So you might as well. And even then, I think it's fair to say keep wearing the guy the mask. It's probably going to happen. So they're gonna, you know how mask mask goes. They're gonna find a few guinea pigs. They're gonna sign them up. They're gonna make them fill out a waiver. Gonna guarantee them some money if something happens to them. And if they grow a third ear or one of their balls shrinks or you know. They're, the one of their leg ends up shorter than the other from taking the vaccine, or they die. They're gonna give you a, a guaranteed something. So some people are gonna run out. They're gonna do it. I mean, I got my own feelings on who they should test it on in this country, but I'm not gonna go there because then I'm gonna sound like an absolute. I'm gonna sound like Kamala Harris. <laughs> 
We should. I, I don't appreciate these jabs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they no, we definitely need some people to either step up or we need to do it on people who don't have any rights in this country. We need to test it on them first. The the military is military is obviously going to be military and frontline workers are going to be on the bubble for this. Uh, the rich will be on the bubble for this. I I foresee the NFL saying to their players, "We have a vaccine, and now you're required to come back. If not, you're losing your money." I could see a, a situation like that, but like whether, regardless of what the end game is. The now plan is to put on a mask, and I think we've we've articulated this, we've visualized this, we've made audible cues, we've made it cool, we've made you could make your mask design. I got a Black Panther one, I got a surgical one, I got a America mask. So, for what it's worth, if you're considering yourself to be a neighbor, a friend, if you a consider patriot. yourself sympathetic, sympathetic to anyone. For any reason, and you value that, you will try and protect them. You will try and keep them safe. It might not seem cool. It might not seem aesthetically pleasing. It might be downright uncomfortable. But usually, doing the right thing is, and that's why there's not. That's why the the battle of good versus evil. Bad people are lazy, inconsiderate. You're not bad. You're distressed, but you're not bad. And for that reason, we we can identify because we all are going through this. And as we try to identify with each other, I'm trying to identify with y'all. Put on the mask and do the right thing. But that's neither here nor there. Eric, where the hell can they find us? Right down below this little box with the human beings in it. They can find us right on that red button right there. With the words, starts with the S ends with an E, then click the bell, all notifications, go down in the comment section. That's where we live. We're trying to live in the comment section. Y'all ain't helping us out. Y'all, y'all, y'all not helping us live. Engagement. Engagement. Because we want 200 subscribers, baby. Listen, that's the only place they can find us. This is the only place y'all can find us on this episode, down in the comment section. We don't, <laughs> we don't live nowhere else. We don't live nowhere else. This is a strictly YouTube production. And we're going to be able to contact with you guys. Uh, 200 subscribers, y'all. We're so close. I think we're at 191. One, we're nine, so close. We need 200 subscribers. 200 subscribers. 200 subscribers. We're going to get there. And once we do, uh, me and Eric got some stuff in the work. In fact, that's what we're about to go work on now, our secret little project. But uh, for what it's worth, I appreciate you guys here. I love you guys. Take care of yourself so I can continue to love you. And you know, be good to each other. Eric, I love you, man. I'm out of here. All right. Yeah.